Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. Today, we're going to continue our discussion on meditation and how it is a powerful tool to strengthen the mind and the spirit. Meditation is a powerful tool uh, that we can use to strengthen our mind and our spirit. Meditation incorporates so much more than just going, uh, sitting quietly and emptying our mind. Uh, But meditation, particularly Christian meditation, is the filling our mind uh, with the wisdom and the truth of God's Word. Meditation is the intentional turning our heart and our mind off of the things of the world onto the things of the kingdom and the promises that we have through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that through that blood that he has made us righteous, that we are no longer uh, objects of God's wrath, but we are now objects of his love. So meditation incorporates worship, contemplating, thinking, uh, mulling over words, uh, not just in you know in a, in a time of prayer or just a few minutes in the morning, but for me it is the constant uh, putting before me uh, the Word of God or the conscious awareness of His presence. It's like the intentional practicing of His presence throughout the day. It is the training of our minds or a training of my mind to think on things that are above, uh, to bring my mind back into today and to be conscious of what I'm thinking of. I've noticed that when I begin to feel down or begin to feel depressed or I begin to feel anxious, oftentimes I'm meditating on something that's bringing me anxiety. Well, oftentimes our mind is off in the future. We're off into what may happen or what we think will happen. Uh, But the Lord says that his promises for us are good. He says that I know the future that I have for you, and it's a plan of good. Those of us who are in Christ, we have a good future. And that doesn't mean that things will be easy all the time. It doesn't mean that hardships won't come. But it means that we have a place and a firm foundation that we can go And I believe that that firm foundation uh, is uh, solidified or strengthened in the place of coming before the Lord. And that is setting aside a time of worship. And it's it's a time of meditating on His Word. It's a time of intimacy where we are flooded with His breath and with His light uh, that causes a mind and a heart transformation. Last podcast, I asked you uh, to ask the Lord to put a song on your heart. I hope that you have done that. This podcast, I just want to uh, begin to maybe lay out some things that you can begin to uh, set a time, this time of meditation and worship. The first thing that we need to do is to have a place that we can go that is quiet. That's set aside uh, for this time of uh, intimacy with the Lord. That can be an office. That can be the kitchen. um, That can be a closet. 
It doesn't really matter. Um, you can spend your time with the Lord in the morning or in the evening. But for me, I go in the morning, which is my time where I worship and praise, but I also spend time listening to what he's speaking to me. It is that quiet, still voice that we hear that causes the, the deep uh, stirring of our spirit and changes us from the inside out. For me, this time of meditation, which incorporates all these things I just talked about, worship, prayer, listening, it is a time of a divine exchange where I be, when the Lord begins to transform me into the image of his son. As we spoke last time, I believe that many of the things that plague us today are heart issues. I believe fear uh, is at the root of many of our heart issues. As I have said before in other podcasts, I believe that stress is rooted in fear. I believe many of the other things Uh, such as hate, jealousy, racism, are also rooted in fear. So fear is just, is tormenting. Uh, Fear causes us to be self-focused. Fear causes us to be focused on evil or something bad happening all the time. The antidote to fear is love. This is what I found in my life. I had such fear. I worried about everything. I worried about making a mistake. I worried about my children. I worried about my job. My husband would say if there was something to worry about, uh, that I would find it. And the reason that I worried is I wasn't secure in my understanding of of God and who I was in him and that he did have the power to protect. But he also began to show me that I also, uh, that he had already given me authority over all the works of the enemy and that he wanted to work through me. So this is a scripture that I would like to leave you today. But today what I want to do is just to, just to say, find that place to go to. Get you a pen, uh, get you some paper, Uh, When you awake that morning, if you have a song on your heart, I want you to sing that song back to the Lord and let those words resonate in your spirit uh, for you. That's what he's speaking over you today. How do I know that he sings over us with song? Well, Zephaniah 3, 17 says this, The Lord your God is in the midst of you, a mighty one, a Savior who saves He will rejoice over you with joy. He will rest in the silent satisfaction. And in his love, he will be silent and make no mention of past sins or even recall them. He will exalt over you with singing. Did you hear that? That he will rest in his love. And he will be silent and make no mention of your past sins, or even recall them. It says that he will exalt over you with singing. Friends, what we're talking about in this time of prayer and meditation 
um, is going to the secret place with the Lord to learn uh, to hear his voice and what he's speaking over you. Psalms 25, 14, 15 says the secret of sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear, revere and worship him and he will show them his covenant and he will reveal to them the reveal to them it its deeper meaning and um, uh, deep inner meaning. It says, my eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. So the purpose of going before the Lord is to be transformed. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewing of your mind by its new ideas and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourself what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the things which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. What we meditate on is powerful. And it can be transforming. If you're meditating on all the troubles of the world, if you're meditating on all the evil, if you're meditating on always something bad happened to you, you're going to be miserable. And we know now that it also can cause physical illness. When we see in Psalms 25 where it says, For he will pluck my feet. Out of the net. He says, For my eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. I believe that that's the eyes of our heart. That's the ever turning our eyes onto the Lord. And I believe it's, it's said very uh, clearly and more, maybe more eloquent, eloquently in Ephesians 1, uh, chapters, uh, Ephesians 1, verses 17 and, and 19. Paul prayed this prayer. He prayed that the Lord may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of the insight into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. So in a sense, when we go into the secret place, when we understand that he remembers our sins no more, when we understand that his perfect love is perfect, he is not a man that he would change. Uh, he doesn't love you one day and not love you the next. His love for you is not based on your behavior, but based on the fact that his perfect love was shown through Jesus Christ and that through him and his salvation that we have been made righteous before him and that we're an object of his love and that we're an object of his intention and as we begin to engage in that and practice his presence, we're going to see the fullness of his love. So go today, find that place, get your pen and pencil, and begin to intentionally block out uh, the things. And I believe that begins with worship. You get a song and you begin to raise your arms and you lift your eyes to heaven. You begin to block out the things of the world. And I believe that's where it begins. I believe that that's where it begins. It begins with the worship of fear of the Lord and going before him. I will leave you with 1 John 4, 18. It says, There is no 
fear, and love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out the doors and expels every trace of terror, for fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. There is no fear in love. So as a child, I can come before the Lord knowing that he loves me, knowing that he's for me, and intentionally beginning to think on the things of the, of the kingdom. It will begin to strengthen my mind and will develop that firm foundation. And we see this in Psalms 1, 2, and 3. And I'm sorry I said I was going to quit, but I have to share this with you. Um, and please read Psalms 1, but it says this, But his delight and his desires or in the law of the Lord. It's talking about the servant of the Lord. And he, he says that he is his light and his desires are on the law of the Lord. And on his law, the precepts, the instructions, and the teaching of God, he habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and by night. And he shall be like a tree, firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season, Its leaf also shall not fade or wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. So we see that as we begin to think on the things, his instructions, his promises, his love, we become like a tree, and trees are strong. And it says that that it's planted by the stream. Well, the stream of of water, we, we know that the living water is Christ. The living water is the Holy Spirit. And that as we press into that stream of water, that it's going to bring life, that it's going to bring refreshing, that it's going to cause our leaves to remain green and and strong, and that everything we do shall prosper. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to continue down this path. So I hope today that you heard the instruction was, one, ask ask the Lord what he's singing over you today. Find that place that you can go and quieten your mind, and deliberately say, turn your heart and mind to the Lord. Uh, Sing that song back to Him and let Him speak to your heart. Spend time being quiet and listening uh, to what He is speaking. Uh, There's a song that you may want to um, Google. Um, It's called, His Voice Makes a Difference. Um, I think Jimmy Swagger is the one that actually uh, is singing it, but it's a powerful song. Uh, Next podcast, I will read some verses uh, from that for you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body today. I'm sorry for all the little technical difficulties, but thank you for hanging in there and and listening to the end. Um, I truly do believe that a healthy mind will lead to a healthy body. That when our mind is thinking on the right things, I believe that it will be life. I believe that there's power in what we think and what we speak. The Word of God says there's power of life and death in the tongue. And as a man thinks, so he is in his heart. So we know that as we think, it will become our heart and it will come out our mouth. We're told that when we receive Christ, we have the mind of Christ. 
So that's something I think that we, in order to be transformed into the image of Christ, we have to spend time with Him and spend time in His Word. And I do believe that being transformed in our mind will transform what we speak and will transform our heart. And I do believe that it will lead to a healthy life that is filled with abundance and joy.